Hello, mate. Hello, bud. How are you? I'm not too bad. Not good. Not too bad. Long. Are you in the studio? I'm in the studio. Oh, fantastic! You got. Um. So how's how's the oval, mate? The oval. Well, it's lush. Uh, went spent the day with dad, which was great. It's so relaxing at the oval. We had some nice seats. Just sat and watched day one. Oh, it was really nice. It the atmosphere wasn't as lively as I thought it might have been. They they had Finchy, the Barmy Army trumpeter, mm. but there wasn't a real prominent Barmy Army presence or a concentrated Barmy Army presence. I didn't think so. It was quite a it was a very pleasant atmosphere. Where was, were you? We were where they've done a big new development on top of what used to be the peter may garden and we were in the bottom tier so we were kind of uh just in front of where the peter may garden used to be in their big new stand uh it was really it was really nice but a weird day's play really weird because england started off and they looked amazing when duckett and crawley were smashing it everywhere then ali pulled his Ali pulled his groin, or I assume he's pulled his groin because he's hobbling around. So he just started trying to hit boundaries, swing for the fence. Then obviously got bowled by a spinner. It's quite actually that was quite a village cricket way to get out. Spinner comes on, hit hit a boundary, get out. <laughs> um, mm. Then we just kind of lost some really weird wickets. Like Joe Root chopped on. Ben Stokes got bowled, kind of playing a half shot Bairstow Bairstow have you seen Bairstow's wicket uh, no I've not watched highlights I, I mean I tactically uh, took my break today uh, I decided to take a break at 11.30 till 12 so that I could watch um, you know saw they'd settled in and thought right good um, that was probably then, quite a bad time to take your break wasn't it well right at the end of that Duckett got out ah um, and then by the time, so the time I'd gone walked down the stairs from having my break to then putting TMS back on, uh, Crawley was out. <laughs> so that, <laughs> so like, oh dear! Um, and then yeah, so I sort of listened to them all collapsing, and then um, yeah, Brooke, uh, the Aussies seemed to be. I thought they were really ragged. So I, I saw Warner's drop catch. I mean, Smith wasn't it? You know, Smith was. 50 50 it sticks or it doesn't but i saw those two go down i was like they are they're not at the races today they're not up for this but then they came roaring back into it um what i don't think they've got the better of the day i think so warner's catch what i don't think you appreciate on the tv is it went so so fast um it was off duck it wasn't it i think yeah, and Duckett properly um, flashed at the ball, hard. really flashed hard. And kitchen it... sink and all the kitchen cabinets of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and the new extension. It he threw everything at it. It just it hit Warner's hands, but I think it literally just burst through with the power that it, um, his hands with. So, I yeah, Australia could have probably had us if they'd have really put the put the um obligatory foot on the f- foot on the throat or the metaphorical foot on the throat 
and taking the catches. Carey dropping Brooke on five as well. Brooke looked really skittish when he first got in. Mm. I think they could have had us for less than 200. But once again, Wood and Wokes saved us. They were fantastic. Yeah, I love I love them as a duo. Also, did you know that they're like best friends as well? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Woody um, Wokesy helps Woody out when he's on the flights and stuff. Yeah, he holds he holds Woody's hand during takeoff and landing. Oh, it's just really great, isn't it? Flyer. Yeah. And then Woody like takes Wokesy's favorite biscuits on tour, <laughs> but like, but but like, hides them in his suitcase from him, and then just like <laughs> gets them out when he's a bit down. It's like. Here you go, mate. I've got what you. a legend. And they're, apparently they're just so cute as a couple. And um, they always room together on tour and stuff. Which Woody is, awesome. he's such a crowd favourite, Woody, as well. Yeah. Like, um, just all the fans really appreciate, I think, how much uh, effort he puts in. Like, he'll just come and sign bats for as many kids as want them. It's just, just a fantastic guy. Uh, speaking of Woody, it was a fantastic... There was a really good thing they did on Sky this evening. So I just got back from work. I still had time to put it on, get the end. Um, or the end of uh, the, so the Australian batting. Um, and they did this thing of um, sort of mocked up. You know, they did that thing sort of through the, the batsman's eyes on Sky? Yeah. Um, they did it with Woody Bowling. And they sold a bumper <laughs> at Markwood Speed. And it's just the ball in the helmet. You know, you don't <laughs> see it at all. It's so fast. Um, that was really that was a really good thing. I've always wanted them to do something like that. I was really pleased they did. But yeah, you're just like, yeah, this is why uh <laughs> this is the difference between Tess and Village, isn't it? it it's so ridiculous. Fast. He is so quick. He's mm. so quick. Um but yeah, it was a really fun day. Australia edged it, no doubt about that. Oh, I don't think they edged it, I think they're ahead. But they, you know, yeah. a bit of overhead tomorrow, hopefully, and Jimmy bowled so well for no reward. He's just doing all sorts, but no I thought again. that England bowled a little bit leg side. Yeah, they're a bit straight, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, what I really didn't appreciate as well, there was a bloke sat next to me in the crowd and Wokesy Wokes, who is one of my favourite cricketers, if not my favourite cricketer, along with Liam Plunkett. Wokes smashed I don't know who it was for a straight six. Oh, it was off Stark. It was that was great. And the bloke next to me went, "Oh, that was a horrible shot." Was, what? <laughs> like Stark's Draw bowling ninety mile an hour. <laughs> he smoked it back over his head for six. It so, was. It was sort of a clear the front leg smash, but it was great. Came out oh, so clean. Yeah, I loved that was it. Great. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a bit harsh. Boring. He's not yeah, a fan exactly. of Bear's ball. Yeah, he didn't. He he wasn't a fan of Bearstow's keeping either. Very critical of Bearstow. Yeah, just guys, support, just support the team. Exactly. Support the team. Don't get on their backs. Oh well. Yeah. Anyway, anyway speaking of Bear's ball. Um, Bear's have you ball. been Have you been doing any research into your new uh, your new franchise team? I've been a bit lax on my research, but I know you've got really, really into Major League Cricket. Well, I'm just delighted that TSK 
as they are now. I've, I've been learning <laughs> the chants. It's like TSK, TSK. Are uh, have no, basically we knocked out San Francisco unicorns effectively. Oh, Did you not notice? The unicorns. Yeah, put you know. away. Put you away. The unicorns have not made the playoffs, and tomorrow night. It's... Our time will come. We'll come again. Well, it's actually one thirty in the morning our time on Saturday. I'm going to stay up a.m. and watch you. One thirty a.m. Saturday is um, well Friday night, Saturday morning is the biggest game in TSK's history. It is wow. It's the eliminator against the Seattle Orcas for a route straight through to the final. Uh, it's the same setup as the IPL. So they have the eliminator, and then they do. Um, so the the first versus second, and, and whoever wins that goes straight through, and then third versus fourth play, and then the the winner of that plays the loser of the first versus second game. Got it for a place in the final. Um, so yeah, TSK against Seattle Orcas. I'm going to be there, ready. Um, Where I'll, are they playing? Where they're are they playing? playing. Oh, great news for all Super Kings super fans like myself. Um, the eliminator and also the final are on home turf in Dallas. Would that be called home field advantage to the Americans? Uh, I think so. But Hang it's on, called, it's, it's called not in the Prairie soil. Field. Grand Prairie Field is where we're playing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, can't wait. I've, I'm all over it on their Instagram. I follow Rusty Theron on Instagram now as well. What a man! Um, Do you agree that he looks a little bit like the Shermanator? <laughs> if you weren't a mega TSK fan, would you admit he looks a bit like the Shermanator? A little bit. I mean, Ian Bell looks more like the Shermanator than he does. When, Granted. When Warner used to call him Shermanator. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, oh, Rusty, just a great bloke. He sort of retired. It, it turns out he seemed to like retire from cricket about eight years ago and then just sort of became like a bit of a traveller. You know, doing like you know, like traveling the world, seeing stuff, and then he just got picked up for Major League Cricket because he's a local player because he's part American, um, which is awesome. So, so are they effectively looking for Americans that can play cricket. Um, I don't know what I've I've not delved enough into how many overseas they're allowed and how many American players they have to have. Um, do you know anything about their non-overseas players? Like, have have you gone into their domestic have players? S- have you seen some of the players? Um, uh, domestic was well. I'm going to be uh, tomorrow night. I'm staying up, getting fully on board with the boys. Going to get, going to get my hat. I'm going to make myself a Stetson because one won't arrive in time. Going to get right behind TSK. And, and how are you going to make yourself the Stetson? A um, bit of papier-mâché, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm well up for it. Well up for TSK tomorrow night. Um, and I'm just delighted that, that they've knocked out San Francisco Unicorns. I'm a bit disappointed because it would have been fun if we'd been sort of immediately followed it and both of our teams were in the final. That would have been really good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm all over Major League Cricket. Um, so I'm going to put the US National Anthem on, I think, at the end of this segment. USA, USA. Yeah, I, I didn't. Rusty, I didn't know... rusty, rusty, rusty. I didn't know that American cities had cricket wickets, or is it a drop-in? 
it'll be a, a drop in, won't it? And do they play on like a college NFL field or something? Because hasn't Houston got an enormous stadium? Well, it's it will be it's Dallas, so I don't think. Sorry, it's, it's not the Dallas Cowboys stadium. I imagine that I don't know how big an NFL ground like pitch grass pitches. So I don't know if they do it on a baseball oval or what. Um, or a baseball, imagine... a baseball. A baseball's a. It's like a right angle, isn't it? They don't even have. It's not all the way round. Don't know. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out all about Grand Prairie Field. Do you want to go to Absolute Road? I would absolutely love to go to Absolute Road. Taking a trip to um, like the outdoorsy type shop. Um, oh, what so is, like, is go a competitor for go outdoors? Yeah, someone like go outdoors. Are, are we allowed to mention go, maybe to go indoors just so we're not getting libelled? Um, or it depends. Blocks. I think you've got to say something bad. Blocks to... or mullets, those other shops. <laughs> mullets. Um, oh, I could be called mullet. Um, but have I, you ever tried to grow a mullet? Uh, I contemplated it during COVID, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I didn't go for it in the end. I love, I love the expression "business at the front, party at the back." Yeah, exactly. I think, I think it's something that's reserved. You can only really acceptably do it if you're self-employed at uni or at school or a professional athlete. They're the only times you can ever get away with a ridiculous haircut. Uni is definitely, I think, the best time to have a really rare lid. Yeah, if if we were if the mullet trend had come in ten years earlier, I would have undoubtedly had a mullet at uni. Whether you'd wanted it or not, somebody yeah, would have given you a mullet. I would have no I've just gone for it. I would have really, really loved it and embraced it. I think it would have been fantastic. Mullet and probably a tash. Exeter Chiefs have quite a lot of rare lids as well, don't they? I really love that. Yeah, lots and lots. Very yeah. Professional do you think? Do you think you could? Barbers. Do you think you could pull off a mullet now? No. I'd love to see what it would look like. Ben Green. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I look like. Who's Ben Green? Place for Somerset. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I think your job hunt might be ex- yeah, extended if you had a mullet. We're keeping it business at the front, business at the back, business in the middle yeah. until it all falls out. Um, yeah. So I would gonna... you go for a toupee? No, no, no. Natural man. Okay. If it if it falls out, it's getting shaved off. Um. So, uh, yeah, and to go back to Mullets, the outdoor shop yes. um, on Absolute Road. Um, in there, I had uh, Ashley Giles. Yes. Always wears shorts and hiking boots. Will probably be wearing his sunglasses, even indoors on a rainy day. I imagine that Gilo absolutely froths over a pair of cargo shorts. I bet he loves a pair of cargo shorts. Yeah. As many pockets as possible. So many pockets. 
Um, I reckon he's got a soft spot for sort of like Swiss Army knives, but not like Victorinox ones. I reckon he's like a Leatherman sort of like it takes a bit of commission on the side from Leatherman because he's really into them. And he's like, yeah, it's all about the utility utility tools, likes a rucksack. Like, I bet he enjoys a camping stove. Yeah. I reckon he's probably like developing his own range of carabiners as well. You think? <laughs> I don't know what a carabiner is. It's that little it's the, it's for climbing, you know, like that loop of metal. It's it's like a big paper almost looks like a, a big paper clip, so you like clip your rope into it for when you're climbing. Could he call it the Gyalo? Because it's shaped yeah, like a low. Yeah, definitely. Gylo's carabiners. That's his side project. He's developed he's doing a bit of R and D at home. Tell you what, carabiner sounds like a fantastic rum cocktail, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I'd like oh I could do with a carabiner. I quite fancy a carabino right now, actually. I reckon it's got a bit of, sort of blue curacao in there, maybe. And rum. Some really, really rogue. I was gonna say coconut, ribena, and rum. Oh, would oh, coconut but, and blackcurrant? Would that? Go? Oh, I don't know if you don't know. I don't know if it goes or not. But just the just the yeah. name sounds like it to me. Might need some kind of mixer somewhere in there. Coconut, ribena, and rum. Well, I've got rum and I've got ribena. I might have some coconut milk, so maybe I'll make one, and I'll let you know how it goes. I think this sounds fantastic. Um. So aside from aside from the cocktail bar that might be opening up there, um, I who would from... work in the cocktail bar well, on Absolute Road? Oh. oh, I know who would work in the cocktail bar. Well, it's some of our favourite cricketers would work in the really cool cocktail bar. Well, uh, one of the ones that we'd originally earmarked for the cocktail bar, I think I seem to remember, was Kate Cross. Yeah, but I think she works at Mullets. Ah, oh, there's an interesting shout. I think Kate Cross works with Gylo at the outdoor shop. And she she does she's sort of downstairs in the, the first floor. I think it's a two floored shop, and I think Kate Cross oh. is downstairs and she does a lot of sort of like the like the active like running shoes. Not not the like the track running shoes, like they're the cross country ones, like those trail running. running. Trail running, that's the word I'm looking for. Like the trail running shoes. Mm-hmm. Um she does like the camelbacks, you know, those like water reservoirs you stick in your rucksack. She's down there with all that stuff. That's her area. And Gylo's upstairs with the camping stuff. Yeah, I think Kate Cross is probably quite progressive, like interested in like new cool activities whereas mm. gilo just loves a tent loves a tent loves mountaineering he's got a motorhome expeditions he enjoys tweaking with the motorhome family expedition even though it's just him and the wife no it'll drag the kids along definitely it'll definitely drag the kids along put the put their phones in like a pot and leave them at home no nope. We're having a family fun day and going going out <laughs> and taking off on like a big walk. I I'd like to think he's got a massive motorhome as well. The type that gets stuck on Cornish lanes and everybody hates being stuck behind. Uh, yeah, I could see that. 
I think I'd also quite like to. I'd, I'd like the idea of Gylo doing like a walking TV program. You know how like Kate Bradbury does that those like walks. Get Gylo to go and like walk the Mulvans. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> he great. has Johnny Bairstow on his walking program. Johnny's got to be careful where he walks. Exactly. He's really... cool. Oh, sorry, Johnny, if you're listening. <laughs> not very, not very good at walking, Johnny. Um, better than Stuart Broad at walking, though. Um, I was more. I was more referencing Johnny walking out his crease. Yeah, I got that. Oh, I was oh sorry. Mad. Yeah, that was that was my second joke. It's a little bit raw about Johnny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, that's what I had. I didn't. I didn't really think. Of it. Another thought for mullets. Mm. Tresco. Yeah, <laughs> Tres. Tres hasn't done a lot of hiking in a long time. I don't think with his gut, but, he's but he, he used to be mad for it. Mm. He used to be absolutely mad for it. Do you remember when Tresco basically sold Mongoose loads of bats because he used it for a couple of T20 games? <laughs> and everybody for ages was talking about this new Mongoose thing, which is basically a, a bat with a really long handle. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's amazing for T20 cricket because like, Tresco uses it and he gives it a whack. It was him and him and Matthew Hayden, wasn't it? That did the did Haydos use it? Haydos. Well? I tell you what, Haydos could be in mullets as well. Yeah, just like oh. three really big, big blokes. No, not like big as in fat, but like you know, tall, big blokes. Fat uh, strikes me as family men as well, working in the upstairs of mullets. I think yeah, I, th- I thought that Haydos could be more at sort of like a garden centre. He could do like the the barbecues, and he could do like the patios. He could, that could be his sort of specialist area in a garden centre. <laughs> that is a good show, actually. Uh, so yeah, you are you playing this weekend, mate? I am. I am. Um, we are playing at home on our postage stamp. They score a lot of runs. Really? Um, so yeah. <laughs> Um, they're they're top by quite a distance, I think. Uh, let me see. So is this is this for the threes or the fours? This is the fours. The threes haven't got a game, and I probably wouldn't get in that team anyway. But the the fourth eleven have been on a bit of a bad run um, because they haven't won a game in the past five weeks. Last week was cancelled, but previous four were all defeats. Um, so we've now slipped into mid-table and we're actually quite close to the drop zone. So we could do with a couple of wins. Um, but we've got a strong team. We've got a good team this weekend. We've been very sure that because the third team haven't got a game, that we don't um, just load the load the fours. Um, but we've got good availability this week and it should be a great game against good good uh, strong opposition who are top of the league but I I just quite like that um, I just quite like the idea that they're just going to try and tee off from the first ball well yeah getting to that time of year where you can't load your team now isn't it um, is it the same rule in, in Kent so we've, we've got in Cornwall if you once it's the 1st of August you've you have to have played a certain number of games for that team to be able to play for it, unless it's above where you've played. Um, I think our rule, we've got a similar rule, 
but there's also if a player has played the last three games for a certain team, you can't have more than two of those playing a team down. Yeah, there'll be so there'll be some sort of admin that I, that the league committee loves talking about at meetings. Oh, absolutely! I don't know how they track it either. There's a lot of statos around. Cricket's a very static sport. I think that's maybe why it's it could be could take off a bit in America because they love stats in their sports, don't they? Oh yeah. And cricket is the most staty sort of mainstream. There's a lot of stats, yeah. Although I don't know, there's probably more in baseball. Oh yeah, but it's I mean baseball. All American sports they just flash up stats like constant. It's constant stats. And I know that they're sort of sending it that way with, with football and rugby as well. Um, and the whole world is getting a lot more statty in regards to sport. But yeah, American sports, just this. But yeah, baseball and basketball are just so many numbers. What's the equivalent of a triple-double in cricket? Um, two catches, two wickets and what, 20 runs? Oh, that's a bit small to be a triple-double. I'd say a 50 Three for and a couple of catches, or or maybe That's the sack. So you get a get a run out, a catch, a thirty, and a wicket. I think you got to get two wickets because it's got to be double. Yeah, okay. I think two catches, two wickets, and maybe a thirty. Yeah, okay, I'll go with that. That's a good game for an all rounder, isn't it? I'll go with that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I think it's going to be a tough game for us on um, on Saturday. Uh, it looks like the week before last, they scored 278 from their 35 overs. Um, from 35? Uh, yeah, 35 overs. Um, the week before that, 214, all out off 31.3 overs. They seem to get a lot of runs, but they do lose wickets at regular intervals. Nice. Well, best of luck, mate. I hope Thanks, you, mate. Uh, I hope you Who... bowl as, as well as you did against me in the Nets the other day. Let's hope so. Um, 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 cheeky three Um And who, who are you playing, mate? Uh, we're playing, I think they're top of the league now. So yeah, we're, it'll be uh, it'll be an interesting one. We're a bit light on bowling, um, but we've got one of our players who's who's not played all season. Um, one of the, one of the a really good player um, who's back, which is good. I news. saw that. That's that is good news. That's good news. But he might be a bit rusty. So but, but <laughs> rusty Theron might be a bit rusty Theron. But he's uh, he's only played one game in the last two years. But he's, he's a good player. So. We're, we're hopeful. Hopefully, he can uh, come for that. And he used to play for this club as well, so he's uh, he's hopefully got the bit between his teeth. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll got see how it goes. Again. To be honest, I think it's probably going to get rained off, but um, we'll see. Um, I've just been doing a bit of stat research on the team that we're playing. Right. Uh, they've got the two highest averaging bats uh, batters in the league. Uh, number one averages 73.5 from eight innings with a high score of 111 not out and a strike rate of 188. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and the uh, second best bat in the league <laughs> averages, uh, oh no, 
Well, he's second. He's second in the runs. This second guy is sorted by runs. Uh, he's he's averaging seventy nine point eight three, at a strike rate of one hundred thirty one. So, <laughs> so you might want to bowl first change. <laughs> yes. Um, the next wow. highest, the like the next next highest average of somebody who's got any meaningful amount of runs is forty. <laughs> so, so there, and that's a strike rate of seventy two. So they're basically at least twice as good as the next best bats. But averaging 40 is still not to be sniffed at. Yeah, absolutely not to be sniffed at. Um, I've also found a game where they scored, uh, I think it was 300, <laughs> in excess of 300, 363 uh, runs off their 40 overs. 363? Yes, Um one chap got 122. Um, although they're, they're uh, yeah, so they're two really good bats combined for over 200 runs in that game. Um, over 200 runs and only faced about 200, 213 runs from uh, 123 balls. So they've, they've gone at a fair lick there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, bon chance, I think, for that one, um, for our French listeners. Um, wow, that's yeah, um, yeah. Best luck, mate. My hamstring just started twinging just a little bit looking at some of this. Do you want to come play for us instead? <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to. Oh, it turns out, it turns out that their their best batsman also bowls a bit. That's not cool, is it? Their their best batsman also bowls, and in the game where he scored 122, he bowled first change and got, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. They're probably they're probably a bit too good for this league. By the look of it, sounds like they're going to get promoted. They should do, they should do. But I'd love to beat them. No, mm. oh, well, yeah. So I mean, same. We're both we're both playing top of the league at the weekend. And let's see what we can get out of it. What do you reckon the odds of us both winning these games are? I reckon I reckon we've got a fair chance of winning. I think we're underdogs, but we've got I'd say a fourth a good or maybe actually maybe evens, because we have got one of our stronger teams of the year. Should we hit up the uh, bet thirty six for five boys? <laughs> and see what they, they know. Are you are you playing at home at the weekend? We are at home. Home, home, home field advantage. Home, we'll have a tea. Yeah. Yeah. And I've only got to walk to and from the game, which likely is not. It's going to be rained off. So it should be an easy, easy travel. Another rained off game. That would be quite a good result. Well, to be honest, I'd take six points. I'd t- I'd, if everyone got rained off, I think it would be good for us. And how is the promotion relegation situation looking? Because you said it was the, the higher leagues and because some of the teams who were going to be relegated were in your part of Cornwall, there was going to be quite a few teams relegated in your league. Uh, as How's that as looking? More, yeah, as far as I'm aware, it's still the same. Um, but I think if we just play for that anyway, and just because with the, the league the way it is, I mean, if we get, like I said before, I think we've got a few... Uh, next week is is a must win. So we're playing bottom of the league next week. Um, and then we've got another couple against teams down near us. So if we win, win those three, I think we'll be safe. 
it's uh it's like the classic relegation battle six point game isn't it but this yeah. is actually a it's 40 a, a point 40 game. point game yeah wow next weekend that mm-hmm. sounds exciting doesn't it a 40 point game <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, that'll be exciting um and uh, yeah i'll be back on back on the ground that i grew i learned to play cricket on and grew up playing on um the so, field of dreams and just because you always go on about the fact that i talk about my stats I've, I've only ever played against that club twice um and i've scored 148 not out in the first time and 146 the second time um so that's quite a healthy average um, so Were you know, out on either occasion? On the second time I was out, the first time I was not out. So you're averaging nearly 300 against them? Yeah. <laughs> but both times it's been against the second team and this is the first team. <laughs> so if you if you get a first baller, it's really going to highlight the difference in standard. Is that what you're Yeah, and it's going to destroy my average. Um, so, what is um, your average this year at the minute? Um, I don't know, actually, mate. You don't um, know. Oh, I'm a bit no, disappointed. With I think that. it's. I think it's about eighty odd. That's, it's, that's it's, it's quite good because I had. I had. I've had two tons and I got a not out last time. I had like a seventy odd not out last time. So that sort of made up for the, um, the one of the failures that I had, and then a couple of like I had a thirty nine and a forty eight. So I've not played many games this season. It's a very healthy, healthy... It's uh... very artificially high, though. So I've played, what, six games, I think. So I've had a four, a 39, a 48, a 76, a 100 exactly, and 146. And if, if you ordered a specific type of pitch this weekend, I would think you'd want quite a green wicket. To try and level the odds a little bit, um, we just try and like we we our chairman who does the ground quite likes to um, just make it as good a batting track as possible. Really, um, it's just it's just nice to you know we're quite we're surprisingly high scoring ground. I mean, we used to be very um, yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a death trap, um, but then because <laughs> the, the pitch used to have these two sort of. Um, uh, what's it called lumps on the crease so at either end you had these like ramps <laughs> so, <laughs> so the carpet is this big thing so I've genuinely seen multiple times Yorkers that have then gone over the top because they've hit the ramp and taken off and gone <laughs> over the <laughs> so if it hits the ramp it just takes off um, but we took those out about two two years ago well did you just dig them up well got got um, got groundworks in to like take them out and level it um <laughs> and then um and and now it's it's got a lot it, it took like the first bit the first half season when it was sort of bedding in it was still pretty unpredictable um but it's um it, it's it's getting quite a good it's getting quite a good reputation actually considering we're a, you know on a share of a ground with a rugby club and a football club and the cricket's just a little square in the middle that anyone could go on at any time of the day. It, it's, it's not exactly well protected, is it? No, but, but the, the pitch is actually in quite decent order. I'd um, agree with few, that. There's a few demons in it, but it's, it's a good cricket, good cricket wicket. And we tend to always, you know, it'll always be a more than 200 pitch. So I just wondered if maybe playing top of the league, you think, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll order a bit of a green seamer. You can turn up being just. 
you can't tell where the pitch is. It's just yeah. uncut grass. But the other way of looking at that is they're top of the league. So <laughs> do we really want to put something that's going to help their bowling? They were the team that I played my first ever game of cricket against when I was about eight. And my first ever ball. Have I ever told you my first ever ball in cricket? No, you haven't actually, which is surprising. <laughs> um, so yeah, first ever ball. I didn't at the time. I didn't have any whites or anything like that. I was in like trackies and a, like a blue shirt. And um, I bowled. I don't know why you need to know that, but um, yeah. Yeah, bowled it. Beamer lad ducks it and it hit the stumps. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, he's actually a decent mate, actually. It turned out. Um, but um, yeah, so it was a no ball. It was a no ball. But um, yeah, my first ever uh, first ever ball in cricket did hit the stumps on a beamer. So that was just like a regulation full toss. Now, uh, I mean, it was probably I was eight, and I think I was bowling off the wrong foot, so I think it was very loopy. <laughs> Lovely loopy stuff. <laughs> Lovely loopy seamer that sort of duck dipped and hit the hit the hit the top of the stump. <laughs> Five Ds of dodgeball, dodge, dip, dip, dive, and dodge. <laughs> dip, dive and dodge. That's a bit like what they should have um, employed five, against what? Mitchell Johnson, isn't it? What about the five Bs of cricket? Bump, biff, back away, <laughs> <laughs> bully, and bumper. Yeah, and bumper again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I quite like this idea. Maybe we need to think about that a bit more. Bump, biff, beam away, beamer, bumper. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's like Brian Bedondo's cricket dictionary, isn't it? <laughs> bumper, <laughs> bumper, bumper. bumper. <laughs> oh dear. I quite. I think um, maybe Patch O'Hulahan should should be used as like a batting coach. Maybe in Major League Cricket, they will have a Patches O'Houlihan type figure. Yeah, so how to how to play the short ball. Maybe in 30 years, Rusty Theron is going to be the Patches O'Houlihan of cricket. Just wheeling in and out of casinos, drinking hard liquor. Yeah. Or just, just the advice, really. If you can, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. And yeah, imagine launching stuff in the net instead of using one of those dog dog th- ball throwers, just nailing spanners. At... He's just got a cannon and he's firing shots at the bat. <laughs> lovely. All right, mate. Well, bye lovely bye. to chat to you. Yeah, lovely speeches always. Have a lovely evening, and I'll catch you. Best go well at the weekend. Um, yeah, I, I, hope, I hope you uh, you survive the onslaught. A mutual go well, and uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think afterwards. I think July is going to be a bad month for my economy rate. <laughs> it's okay. Reset first of August. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clean slate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Catch you soon. Yes, dude. Bye. Bye.